Yo! Hey there, welcome to Space Lemonade Stand, I'm Madison. And I'm Terry, and we got a freshly squeezed podcast for you today. Oh yeah, but it's not a normal podcast, because if you've listened to our last podcast, we are on our way to Animal Planet. But, Terry. We are in transit. We uh, have popped out of sleep space, uh, mm-hmm. or whatever it is whenever you're frozen in space. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about something that we we kind of like. We uh, it's our background. It's our passion. It's uh, I don't know if it's our passion, but yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's oh my, we're it's both my these things. Uh, we are graphic designers. Yeah, we, we like are. design. Yeah. So we're graphic designers. So we wanted to talk a little bit about today why we chose design. Um, talk a little bit about design school. Because I feel like this could be a really helpful podcast for people who are considering design school. Um, kind of talk about our expectations versus what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And also... Well, our influences. Our influences. Yeah. And maybe a little bit about the old working world. Yeah, a bit about breaking your back. Breaking your back. Okay. What made you want to get into design? So, originally, I was a creative writing major. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I was a creative writing major, and... I know you're really good at writing. You, you like, I'm okay. Whenever it comes to writing, you uh, overachieve. I'll, I remember there would be projects in class where we'd like have to write like a little, uh, a small brief about our concepts, and uh, Madison would come in with a like 32-page document about <laughs> why her concept is the best. Stop it. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to... to to writing, I, I've always known you to be very good. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Very sincere of you. <laughs> Not just because there are people listening. Oh. Yeah, she's great. No. She's really cool. Look her up. Yeah. Um, but anyways, creative writing was fun in high school, but I, I, I just really was interested in graphic design, mostly because I liked um, working in the Adobe programs, and my initial thought was that graphic design is art, but you get paid for it. Yeah. So it's applicable art um, as compared to fine art, which... You have um, to do a whole lot of work. You have to jump through a lot of hoops. and. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to be a successful like fine artist, and even then, that really didn't interest me, being a fine artist. So... Um, I went to UCO, and I was like, I'll do graphic design as my major and creative writing as my minor. And then I dropped creative writing as my minor because I hated every class that had to do with it. Just because the people were, they just weren't my people, and the design school people were my people. So, that's kind of how I chose it. So, what about you, Terry? Why did you choose design? I chose it for, uh... I wasn't a creative writer, but I had the same kind of thought that, oh, I, I'm really good at illustration, and uh, I do all this stuff. I've done a lot of art classes in high school. Uh, I'm going to go to UCO, and I'm going to give uh, design a try, and it was nothing <laughs> like uh, art at all. Um, the, the, there are fundamentals that kind of tie the two together between uh, fine art and design. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's, one, there's pay, as you said, two, there's a reason for graphic design that kind of forces you away from 
what an artist would do. I remember starting uh, graphic design and I had a struggle with my like my mental set of this is just like art. I can do this. This is just like art. I can do this. And then uh, it didn't work out and I got whiplash um, within like the first year. <laughs> and then it quickly, it was like, oh, you're not good at this. You're not good at graphic design. You are uh, a fake. And I just had to practice and get better. And mm-hmm. I I don't know how yours, you started with the graphic design and the program. Uh, was it the same or like did you immediately kind of get it? Well, I remember. So UCO kind of, I'm not sure how other design schools approach yeah. teaching. This is all just from UCO standpoint. Yeah, UCO being University of Central Oklahoma. Their approach is the first year is they call them, what do they call them? Foundations. Foundations. They call them foundations. And basically, you don't touch a computer the entire first year. And it, I remember being really frustrated by that. Same. Um, you work with the very basics of art. And, and things that you out. don't even need. <laughs> like Plaka. What's that? What's that? Plaka. Yeah. Uh, but you draw a lot of circles. You uh, do a lot of shading. Learn about contrast. And, like, they're important things, and I feel like um, a lot of people don't realize that they're using things that they learned in foundations, and they just think to themselves, oh, I didn't get to touch a computer, you know, blah, 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 yeah. um, But I think it's really important because it teaches you how to design because, you know, a lot of people get into design school and they're like, all right, let's get Photoshop yeah, open. Let's pick the biggest word. Let's pick the most decorative fonts. Yeah. And that's and not really design. That's not what it's about. It's about um, getting across your message to the people that you want to get it across to. In a, in a simple yet creative way. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes not simple, but definitely not, in a creative it, way. It Honestly, if you break it down to, for me, like the best designs are always so complex, but... If you were like, write it down and be like, oh, that's very simple. It did take a lot of work for me to figure out that graphic design has a purpose higher above looking good. And I was all about just making things that looked good. Yeah. Yeah. The thing beyond looking good is, is it functional? You know, a big part of graphic design. I mean, look at, you know medicine packaging for example mm-hmm. you have to have all of that information there and it has to be readable so that people aren't taking the wrong amount and you have to have a place for the barcode so that people can sell it and you have to have a place for all the ingredients and it has to be able to be read by i don't know like grandmas especially grandmas especially grandmas because you know they're not gonna read it anyway no. my grandma doesn't read any of her medicine uh I remember <laughs> that's that's pretty dark. She just takes them all. Uh, grandma's been called she, out. She, uh, your grandma's gonna listen to this and be like, Terry. She said, "Oh, I your meal," and I'll be like, "Okay, grandma." Gosh, I just had something that made me think. It made me think. That's it. <laughs> made you think. Of I, it's a first. It's coming through my brain. Uh, gosh, sometimes. Whatever you're designing, do you, do you, how do you start a design? 
How do I this start is just a very broad question. Do you write it out? Do you do you sketch first? Um. So, what I will do it depends on what I'm doing. So, if it's something that is quick, and it's just kind of be like a one and done thing, I'll just go ahead and sit down at the computer and just crank it out. Mm-hmm. Um. Usually, I'm pretty good at kind of visualizing what I want, and then once I get it into uh, Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign, whatever it is I'm working in. Those are like my main three. Then I'll do that. But recently I worked on something where I had to sketch it out because I had to... Because it was m- multiple pages, whatever. But I feel like sketching it out really helps. And then I'll take it to digital and crank it on out. But, yeah, I something that they had us do in design school... Is like crank out a hundred thumbnails um, on something, and if thumbnails, if you're not aware, are just little mini drawings of what you're going to be doing, and it's basically so that you can figure out your layout, what it is you're going to be making, and it's just so that you can explore almost every option inside your brain. And do you think that was beneficial that they made us do that? I think it was beneficial in design school mm-hmm. because I feel like design school is all about building up, building up a portfolio so that you can get hired. Um, whenever you are working, though, a lot of the stuff that you do is smaller, and it's quicker, and it's going to be seen for a shorter amount of time, and I think on bigger projects, thumbnails are great, Yes. but on smaller projects, it's kind of like, here's a good idea, let's run with it, immediately. Yeah. What, like, the, the, the point of thumbnails is, it really, it feels to me like a foundations kind of uh technique the more you do it the less you have to because mm-hmm. uh, at work we both work at uh graphic design firms yeah would you say agencies firms? agency i'd say agency yeah and uh i rarely have to like do sketching unless it's for a bigger project because mm-hmm. i've lived them all i remember teachers would say i've done thumbnails so many times that i don't really have to do that many because They've seen it all. They know what works, what doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. And granted, that doesn't mean you'll you'll ever you'll never do thumbnails again, but it definitely means that you have a, a mental memory that allows you to put the pieces together. Because a design is like a puzzle. Like mm-hmm. you, once you have all the pieces, you can. It's up to you to rearrange it to make it fit, to make it work. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it's just a big. That's why I really like design is because it's a, it's like a problem. It's like you're the Scooby-Doo gang yeah. in your mystery machine, and you've got this mystery to solve. <laughs> like, how do I tell these people about, I don't know, like, like, how do I brand this energy drink? That's something we had to do. Have you ever designed something that you like so much that you'll... You'll look at it, like, again. Uh-huh. I'm just like, man, this looks... Like, it's not even... A, I've had that happen. It's not even, like, a big project. I'll just like, go back and look at this template I made. Like, ooh, that's a smooth template. <laughs> I really... It's like, if I were to tell somebody, like, in the real world, this is like, look at this template I made. They're like, what is this, <laughs> what is this garbage? That's some nice squares yeah. and, <clears throat> and text. But, yeah, like, other people don't understand. But, yeah. like, you know, if... You showed such a template to me, you'd probably be like, ooh, look at this template. And I'd be like, oh, whoa. That's a, that's that's a nice a template. That's a nice template. Because it, it, uh, 
it really isn't just you can do whatever you would do want to do. Uh, I'm sure you know with design. Uh, graphic design has a purpose, and that purpose usually has guidelines, and those guidelines have to be followed. And uh, if it looks out of place, and I have like this motto where if it doesn't if it doesn't work, you you change it. You, if it yeah. doesn't look good, if it doesn't not necessarily look good, if it doesn't if it doesn't serve any purpose, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be there. And I I whenever I finish or I'm stuck on a design or I'm uh, working on something and I see that this just is making me work harder, mm-hmm. not necessarily that I shouldn't work harder because we do. Uh, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't need to be there just rethink it um and maybe even save it that you can save an idea for later yeah i think something that a lot of people struggle with whenever they begin to design they don't design so much as decorate they put the text on and then they put decoration around it i agree um and they don't think about that function about how your eye is going to travel about um uh oh about emphasis emphasizing certain things compared to others um about font selection and readabil- readability like that those are all things that you learn whenever you're in design school so i work at a place where it's me you and two other people i work and at a place whoa you work i get a paycheck and everything oh, that's really good canadian oh yeah mm-hmm. i've also got a friend from wisconsin Wisconsin. It's funny because uh, Madison just brought in her two friends and they just sound just like her but with different accents. Oh my gosh. Oh, Madison, you won't even believe it. What you in here doing this here podcast for? Oh my goodness. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Terry, you, you work at a larger place than mine. I work with two other people and it's me and them and that it. That it. I that work eat. at a fir- uh, firm agency that has, uh, I think, 60 plus people. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, three locations. Yeah. Uh, so, I. it's funny because you said that the, you would consider my place big, but I would not consider my place big uh, in comparison in the grand scheme of, like, big corporate design. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't consider my place corporate design. I don't have to, I don't have to dress up super nice unless it's for like a client meeting mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if you have to dress up it's jeans and t-shirt every day my biggest fear is that uh i'm going to eventually become out of touch with what i'm working with because mm-hmm. it, it's gonna i hope it doesn't happen but it ha- i've seen it happen to people like our teachers or mm-hmm. p- even people i work with that have been in the, the game really long time they 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 do it because it's what they were taught like an old way Mm -hmm. and i'll see uh files i'm just like why do you do it like this or why is it like this and it's it's a very real problem that can happen to anyone where uh i'll i'll open up a a program or a file that i was like oh this is definitely gonna be an indesign this is just a this is what the tool calls for you don't you don't use a hammer where you have a where you need a, a saw, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what is this? Why do you guys do all this work uh, making this really big file whenever it would make a really small InDesign file and be easily editable later on? Yeah. Uh, and that that's not calling them out. This is just the the way that the that they talk, learn the talk the talk the the clock turns. It's like mm-hmm. I'm 
probably going to do something later on where a new designer is going to be like, why do they use Photoshop when they can use Glib Glob to, <laughs> to, to edit their photos? I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, I... That's kind of something that I'm also afraid of, but I feel like, I don't know, I I guess we'll see as we get older, because really, in the grand scheme of things, we're pretty young. Too young. We are too young. We're just two babies and a couple bassinets with a couple microphones. <laughs> I can draw. <laughs> I can draw good. What, if somebody is thinking about being a graphic designer... Oh, yes. Should they go to graphic design school? And what should they look for when they're looking for a graphic design school? I what do you think? I cannot tell you if you want to go to the graphic design school or not. Uh, to me, this is just this is becoming more of an overarching question. Of, should you go to, to higher education? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people who can design mm-hmm. who don't go to design school. There are people who can do a thing and not go to, to higher education for it. Uh, does it make it easier for them? Yes and no. Uh, no in the sense that you don't have that special piece of paper. Yes in the sense that experience talks uh, quite a bit. But should you go to design school? In my opinion, yes. Because you are uh, immediately influenced by teachers who know the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a freedom to explore when I don't think you'd have that kind of a freedom to explore whenever you're on your own because uh, where do you start when you're by yourself? Like I, yeah. My teacher's like, do Photoshop, do InDesign, do After Effects, t- touch on Dreamweaver for whatever reason, mm-hmm. tr- look at Flash for a second for whatever reason, uh, read a book, <laughs> read a book. Uh, cut some paper up, I guess. <laughs> uh, and these things... All added uh, to me, but they may not transfer to another person. Yeah. Uh, my my only word of advice, is if you want to be a graphic designer, is you really have to want it. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you can't try it, and mm-hmm. then not like I'm just saying if you if you like it, you have to want it. You have to want to be a graphic designer. You have to keep going. And put time into it because mm-hmm. nobody gets anything overnight. Yeah. And you can't, you absolutely cannot be stubborn because the more stubborn you are, the more set in your ways and unwilling to improve yourself you yeah. are, the more that you think, oh, I I know this, so I don't need to change the way that I've been doing this. Like, that's, it's not going to work because graphic design changes you know, every day, pretty much. The what styles are in now, what's topical. I mean, if you stick to, you know, I don't know the way that you do things if you're, I don't know. But I mean, I think that people should go to design school. Absolutely. Because I mean, there are those people who are just naturally good at it, but that's like anything, you know. But I mean, who would you trust more with, you know, giving you surgery? Somebody who... (laughs) Who read a book about being a doctor. Who read a book about being a doctor or somebody who actually put in the time and the work and the effort to, you know, go about it. And, like, it's awful to say, but even though they're a cheaper option, I don't think that technical schools are a good place to get a graphic design education. 
Maybe for you. I'm joking. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, comparatively, somebody who goes to a four-year college and learns how to design, um, like we did, compared to somebody who goes to a technical school for two years to learn Photoshop, they don't necessarily learn how to design so much as use the programs. Yes. And that's kind of something that I've seen um, whenever I look at people, you know, around me. And so, like, whenever, if you're thinking about going to a design school. Oh, my gosh. Something fell. If you're thinking about going to a design school, I feel like you really need to do your research. Things that I think you should look for are, first of all, look at people who have gone there. Look at their portfolios. Look at where they work. Their LinkedIn, if they're, if where they're working is a place that you would also like to work, um, maybe look into that. Also, um, if you feel comfortable sending people cold emails, be like, "Hey, I'm interested in going to such and such college for graphic design," and I see on LinkedIn, which is like Facebook for businesses. Um, that you went there, and I just wanted to know if you really liked your experience there, or if you could, you know, do it all over again, would you go somewhere else? And, um... Would you do UCL all over again? Oh, yeah. Oof, man. I would. I loved UCO, uh, and... But looking back, all those... Uh, all-nighters... Of course, I don't think you've... We, we had different experiences, but they're both... They're very tough. It, yeah. Everyone struggles their own way. But I had all-nighters. We all had all-nighters. We mm-hmm. had uh, tough concepts. We had projects where we had to work with people that uh, we like, but not that much. Uh, we've had we've had to, to do... Pro- Those people are like the only people who couldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? Are they talking about me? I, I hate them. I'm, I know I'm talking about you. No. <laughs> 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 Just cut that out. Just bleep it out. Yeah. Uh, I'll bleep it out. Just put I something think... else over it. But yeah, and another thing, if they've won awards, look at local design awards. Something to look into that's pretty much all over the United States is American Advertising Awards or the Addies. Look and see what schools are winning on that student level because if they're winning, then that means that they're entering. And that shows a lot of like commitment into the game itself. Yeah. And it's very impressive whenever you are applying to places, whenever they see, oh, you won an Addy, that shows that one. Does, wait, is an Addy a national thing though? Uh, American Advertising Awards. Well, like we call them, like they have regional, state, yeah. and national. Yeah. I think people are impressed if you've won any. Okay. Because it's so if hard you, to win on the I, national, yeah. or not on the national level, but like the professional level. I don't know. Just but, look for a place that's entering any contest, it feels like. Uh, yeah. That gives you the push to to see where you can go. Yeah. Now, do you want to talk about influences? Yeah, let's talk about them influences. Leave this in. As a as a graphic designer, you want to look at influences. You want to look at you know people to inspire you, not necessarily to copy, but to inspire you. And whenever you're a starting out designer, I encourage you to look at specific people. And please, for the love of all things merciful and you know holy in the world, 
please do not look at Pinterest. I was about to say, look at Pinterest. No! <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. No, uh, I looked can... at Pinterest, but not for design, because uh, I'm illustration heavy. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Pinterest, and I also look at Behance, and I, I wallow in yeah. tears, because Behance has a lot. has stiff competition, but I don't know how that reflects in the design of business world. Mm-hmm. But um, continue, because... But yeah, whenever you look at Pinterest for inspiration, you can tell and you become what I refer to as a Pinterest designer where you use all the brush fonts and the very clean, cutesy kind of looking stuff with like geometric shapes. And like, that's cool whenever you're learning. But I feel like at some point you are just adding to something that already exists and it's nothing special or original. And it's very hard to have an original thought whenever you, you're looking at inspiration on Pinterest all the time because it's just such a bombardment of information. You know? Do you guys pick up what I'm putting down? No. No, not at all. No, uh, I agree. You can only look at something so much. Uh, that, like, it's a really strange limbo we are as designers go through of uh is this original is this not original Mm -hmm. Uh, how much do i borrow how much is this influenced am i influenced is this project influenced Mm -hmm. uh does this look like something else is it how much do i have to change um and it's a lot of work uh and for influences i've definitely used pinterest to look at I guess infographics, what kind of, uh, what what makes a good infographic? You can find good design if you if you look for it, um, and one of the one of the starts of being a designer is looking for good design, and I'm not saying Pinterest necessarily. You can go to Behance and look for designers because that place Behance has like a lot of illustrators it has video mm-hmm. makers it has 3d designers it has all these other things yeah uh, and you have to search for what you're what you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. so to speak uh another good one is dribble yes dribble kind of shows you more of like a process that's kind of where designers and illustrators will throw up stuff not yes. like bleh, but like toss things up there that they're working on that doesn't come to fruition sometimes yeah but anyways, I, I think it's important, important to have people to look to because it also will kind of show you their trajectory, the right word, where it starts, you know, point A, yeah, you know, kind of just shows, you know, their, you can see their process and I don't know, I think it's very important to kind of have direction and yeah there's uh there's nothing wrong with having like peers as influences they don't have yeah. to be some necessarily somebody who's old or necessarily wise i've i've definitely gotten like i've learned new techniques from pals who uh focus on a certain type of design i'm like i want to i want to dip my toes in that design i want to mm-hmm. i want to do some stippling or some some clean fonts mm-hmm. or some simplistic or some very serious design. Yeah. I've used use for my inspiration for like illustration 
Yeah. I've completely stolen everything. I've stolen your identity. No, but like, I think it's important to, I don't know, to have people like, I really love Tad Carpenter. I love the way that he approaches his designs with like heavy illustration. So like, if you've gotten a Sonic cup or bag within the past month or two, you've seen Tad Carpenter's work. I don't want to sound very basic B, but like uh, I like Saul Bass because he uses some good colors. He mm-hmm. he knows his color scheme and he uses very purposeful design. Yeah. As well as uh, Paul Rand. Paul Rand. Paul Rand. Same with him. Uh, these are all basic people that any designer will tell you about, and I'll probably get be like, oh, those are just basic people. But um, if they stick to you, then they're worth it. Mm-hmm. If they, if you remember them, then who's nobody can chastise you for that. Yeah. But I think I think it's important to have, you know, specific people be influences. I think it's important to look at design history. Some people are like, history? That's bull! I hate that. Where's the the Indians and the Cowboys and the the Compromise of 1322? This isn't math. (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) This is design. Yeah, I mean, it's important because it shows you what's been done. And sometimes it'll kind of like shed some light on what you've been doing. And you're you're like, history is dumb. Actually, my design is very much like... Swiss design, or... Punk rock punk poster rock. design. Or Dada. Or... My... Dada. 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 La da 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 So this has uh, been the Space Lemonade Stand. Space Lemonade Stand in transit. So I feel like if you have any questions for us about design, ask them. If you're in design school, if you are a older designer and you're like, I want to know what them whippersnappers think. I don't know. Ask us. I don't think they're going to, they're going to probably be like, yeah, I don't care about those millennials. <laughs> Dang millennials. I used to cut out paper, paper letters. I used to cut them out by hand. Now they just with go. My, with my own spit. I used to get lead poisoning from the letter press. I used to put my hand in the dryer. <laughs> I used to burn my fingers off. I used to walk upside down and watch Freakazoid Award on Saturday morning cartoons. In the snow both ways. I used to wear pinstripe only. <laughs> Remember when women couldn't drive. Remember whenever <laughs> I had to talk into a can. With a string on it. I was just talking about just a can. Just a can. (laughs) Just a can. Just like an old can. All right. Well, uh, I hope you've had a a fun ride with us. Uh, We'll see you at Pet Planet or somewhere in between. Uh, See you next time. Bye.